Megan. And I'm Jen. And you're listening to the Travel Mug Podcast. Every episode, we talk about travel destinations, interesting trivia, and even some travel fails. Let's dive into today's episode. Don't forget to travel mug. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Travel Mug Podcast. This week, we wanted to chat about staying healthy and fit while traveling. So we're bringing on a certified personal trainer, nutrition and wellness specialist, and weight loss coach, Deborah Petal-Han. Yeah, Deborah. she lives in beautiful Fall River, Nova Scotia, and she is the founder and owner of Journey to Wellness. She is a self-declared information junkie, especially when it comes to health and wellness, and she holds certifications in personal training, nutrition, pre- and post-natal fitness, yoga, and most recently, TRX. She does a little bit of everything. Love it. (laughs) She's also a speaker. And in 2020, she was voted as one of the top personal trainers in Halifax through community votes, receiving the silver medal. Welcome, Deb. I'm so excited you're here. Thank you so much for having me. And I just want you to, we did kind of just give you a brief overview, but uh, give us a little bit of a rundown on Journey to Wellness and what your business actually is. Absolutely. So back in 2007, um, after my daughter was born, she was a couple of years old, I decided I didn't really want to get back into the corporate world. And I was exercising at a gym one day. And I've always loved it. Since I was a teenager, I loved exercising in a gym. It wasn't, I wasn't huge with sports, that sort of stuff. I loved the fitness part of it, uh, lifting weights, going to the gym, that atmosphere. I always really enjoyed it. And I was pretty tiny when I was a teenager. So once my daughter was born, I was working out in a gym. I was working out with a few people and they looked at me and they said, you know, you should train other people. And I went, no, no, I never, I could never train anybody else. I just do this for me and I love it. And I remember going home that evening going, well, maybe I could do something like that. (laughs) I started looking into what it would take, started doing certifications everything was just flowing so easy. You know, there was no stress about taking exams because I just loved the material so much that I enjoyed it. And it just, one thing led to another, led to another. I was taking all these courses and then I went, okay, I think I found what I am meant to do. (laughs) So I started Journey to Wellness uh, in late 2009, early 2010. And I started with doing a little bit of personal training in my private studio in Fall River, taught a couple of classes, mom and baby classes, stroller fit, a few fitness classes, and it just started to evolve and grow over the years. I started an online program back in 2012, I think, and I kept it very small. <laughs> and then with the pandemic, when it hit last year, I decided, okay, this is either going to break me or I am going to make something of this. And I remember the first couple of weeks crying, going, what am I going to do? Because I went from a full slate of clients, you know, all my classes full to nothing overnight. Wow. And I sat down one day and I went, that's it. I refuse to let this break me. I have never let anything hold me back. (laughs) I took down my website. I completely revamped my entire business model And 2020 ended up being the most successful year of my life, of my business. Congratulations. Wow. Yeah. I love that. It's, it's so funny that a pandemic just kind of shifts everything for everybody. I mean, Megan and I started a travel podcast in a pandemic. So like, (laughs) we're so smart. You can do anything. (laughs) But that's just it. You can do anything. I mean, the stuff I'm doing now, I think I kind of thought about, I'd like to do it. 
but I always pictured it as something later. It was always something later. And this just went, okay, why later? Why not right now? And it was the best thing I did. I, I started offering just free classes because I knew that's what people needed. And I felt like I lost my sense of purpose. And I knew other people had lost this drive that they had to go to the gym or to do exercise. You know, everyone was just so in such a depressed state Mm -hmm. that I'm like, I just want to give something to somebody and then we'll see where it goes from there. And that's when I fell in love going, okay, maybe there is something to this virtual world. (laughs) I never looked back. Yes. I love your um, online fitness classes. I do them several times a week. I did one like two hours ago and had a bath and here I am recording. So (laughs) I love that you can kind of fit them in to uh, to your own schedule. Exactly. And I think if the pandemic has taught us anything, I think it's that what we thought was normal didn't really exist. Um, and what we thought was possible that we, you know, thought, well, I'll never be able to do that. Why not? And I think that that's brought so many people around to doing something. I mean, Jen and I are here just because of, of that. It was her idea. And we're like, you know what, not the best time, but why not try this? And, and it will be eventually. And our podcast will matter even more as people start to go back out into the world and just in the same for your business. And I think that that's incredible that you've been able to pivot. So really congratulations on that. Thank you very much. You too. Thanks. <laughs> So today we want to talk about tips that our listeners can use whenever we can travel again. Although we've been traveling locally, so these apply. Yeah. Um, but how to stay fit and healthy when you're traveling. And like, let's face it, it's definitely more important than ever to keep your body healthy. And I know in the past when I've traveled, you know, I eat a lot of like junky foods and I feel like really gross. So Deb, what are your top tips like to start staying healthy, maybe even before you leave? Yes. And that's what I was going to say first is that when you're trying to stay healthy while traveling, whether it's flying one of these days or traveling by car, which is what a lot of us are doing, the most important thing about staying healthy while traveling is to get prepared before you leave. Um, Especially if you're going somewhere where you don't necessarily want to go into a grocery store or you're not comfortable going into some of the supermarkets or you just want to bring as much as you can from home or maybe you're going somewhere where there isn't a grocery store. Maybe it's a cottage, something like that. So you want to make sure you're prepared as possible. And I honestly, truly believe just as if you're meal planning at home, it's one of the best things you can do to stay healthy during a normal week. Same thing applies when you're traveling. Put together a little bit of a plan. Even if you plan on doing restaurants every evening for dinner, you can still plan your snacks, you can plan your breakfast, you can plan your lunches. And honestly, once you lay that plan out, then you shop around the plan. Because how many of us are going away and then we go into the grocery store? I'm like, okay, looking for snacks. What can I take? (laughs) You're grabbing stuff. And it's usually when you do that, it's usually not a lot of healthy food. So that, that's the biggest thing that I, I suggest to people is make sure you take a little bit of time and organize, organize a meal plan and prepare before you leave. So if you want to prepare little snack bags, if you have some granola bars, you know, really think about what are we going to do? Are we going to make sandwiches? Okay. What do we need for sandwiches? Really think about all the different ingredients you're going to need right up that grocery list based on your meal plan, based on the ingredients. And then, you know, when you get there, you haven't forgotten anything. Cause that's another thing we <laughs> tend to do, right? Is we get there and we go, well, we were going to make sandwiches and we forgot the meat that goes in the sandwich, right? Like little things like that. It could be something silly like that. If possible, 
look for a place that has a kitchenette or a kitchen Mm -hmm. and cook your own healthy meals. Yes. Definitely by far. um, Even if you're going to a hotel, a lot of hotels will have little kitchenettes, little suites. If you can afford or upgrade to a suite, it definitely does help um, when you do that. Um, Research grocery stores and supermarkets that are in the area. Do all this before you go. Mm-hmm. Make sure you know where everything is, what, what you're going to be around. And then if it's not possible to have a kitchen, if you're just going to a hotel, most, especially the bigger chain hotels, you can request a fridge and or a microwave. They'll usually say, well, we can't guarantee it, but nine times out of 10, they will have something for you unless they have, you know, a big function happening where everybody's requesting it. <laughs> when, I, when I go to the fitness conference in Toronto, because we all kind of, you know, personal trainers at type A personality, we're all the same thing. As soon as I book, I'm like, okay, I need this and I need this this just to make sure I get it. Sometimes what I've done as well is I've emptied out the bar fridge, not by drinking it, of course, but I've emptied out the bar fridge. (laughs) It's a no judgment zone. (laughs) Emptied it all out, put everything, you know, to one side. And then I filled the bar fridge with my food for however length of time that I need. So that would definitely be something. And What I recommend with that is you request it as soon as you book it. Mm -hmm. And then the day before you arrive, call again and confirm that you have requested this. Please, can they do everything possible to make sure and tell them you're bringing some of your own food and you would really appreciate if there was a fridge and a microwave. So, And then, of course, then you're packing your cooler, especially if it's a road trip. Mm-hmm. you're packing your cooler with things that you're going to need. And, you know, it could be making a few things ahead of time that you can just microwave like those little, you know, egg, ham, you know, English muffins, you know, that could be your breakfast. You just pop those in the microwave, little, little things like that. Like think about all those little things of what could I do? I mean, obviously you're not going to be scrambling eggs and that sort of thing, but it's what can I do that I can just heat up in a microwave or I can grab out of the fridge and eat right away. So it's a lot of grab and go type food, that is definitely the easiest. I always found, I I think that's a really great suggestion because I used to use the excuse of a road trip to like buy junky snacks to take them on the road. And I really eventually was like, why am I doing this? Like, (laughs) and I don't, A, we usually eat breakfast before we leave. And if we're where we need to be by lunchtime or even early afternoon, I didn't need these snacks. Like I always, you know, as soon as I leave my home for some type of trip, I'm always like, well, what can I eat? But it doesn't (laughs) need to be that way. A, I just don't need the food or B, I could make healthier choices. Even if we stop somewhere, there's always usually a healthy option no matter where we stop. So I just think I use that as an excuse and I've, I've simply stopped doing it. It's just not necessary. And if I feel it's a longer ride, like a granola bar or a banana is fine. I don't need more than that. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And I think that's a big part of trips though, is, is that mentality of I'm going on vacation. Therefore, I'm taking a break from everything. Yeah. I'm taking a break from my healthy eating. I'm going to go all in. And I mean, there's nothing wrong with enjoying a vacation, but I promise you, we enjoy it more when we are feeling healthy throughout the sure. entire trip. And we still feel great when we get back. Yeah. <laughs> so snacking is huge. You know, that's a big one because when we drive, especially, what do we do when we stop at a coffee shop or a gas station, right? It's pop, it's potato chips, it's that sort of thing. But when you have your cooler packed, with and I have some ideas here as well, like some some tips for snacking and also some uh, healthy 
foods that like hotel friendly type foods. So I can go over those too, if you would like to hear some, but definitely, I mean, when you have that stuff in the cooler, in your vehicle and you stop at a gas station to fill up for gas or whatever, you don't feel that need to go in and get the greasy chips or the donuts or, you know, the, the large double, double, whatever, you know, that sort of (laughs) thing. So so do you yeah. want to hear some ideas for some Yes, I definitely need some snacking tips because I am the queen of getting a bag of chips or a bagel, which is not the best choice. <laughs> okay. Well, I will just go through my list and then you stop me whenever you feel like you've had an, enough ideas. <laughs> okay. So first thing is bring plenty of water. And yeah. I know a lot of people really don't like doing that because they're like, oh, but then I'm going to have to use the washroom. Well, that's really not the end of the world. I mean, especially unless you're driving somewhere where you're, you know, you're going, you know, a few hours in between rest stops. It, it is okay. And drinking water is really important when you're sitting in a car because, you know, we get water retention from just that sitting, that sort of thing. So it's really important to stay really hydrated. And also drinking water is going to fill you up. So that's first, bring lots of water. Um, load up on fruits and vegetables, especially the grab and carry ones. So if you've chopped up some celery and some carrots and some broccoli and you have it in these Ziplocs or in containers, really easy. You're grab and carry fruits. We have so many fruits that are grab and carry. Apples, oranges, bananas, you know, clean up some grapes and put in a container, some strawberries. We have so much stuff that you can just pick and eat just as if you were eating potato chips. What's the difference between putting your hand into, you know, a bag of strawberries and grapes and then maybe have a different bag of nuts and seeds and that sort of thing where you can get that salty, you can get that sweet. There's no different than the way you munch on a bag of potato chips, right? In a so, car, it's all mindless eating anyway. You're just exactly past the time. Why not have it be healthy? Exactly. So I've even suggested people, you know, do a homemade pita chip recipe where you just have pita chips and you cut them into little triangles, you, you toast them up a little bit so that you still have that same sensation of I'm eating chips. Individual wrapped portions of cheese are really good. Pack sandwiches, of course, which can easily go in a cooler bag. Now, I have three children as well, so I'm just not packing for myself when I go on a trip. I'm packing usually for three children as well. So we have a big cooler full of food (laughs) because when they get bored, they are always hungry, always Mm -hmm. hungry. So I always make sure. So nuts. um, And then, like I said, just stay away from, you know, the greasy chocolate bars, chips. That's just going to it's just going to make you feel gross anyways. And it's mm-hmm. probably going to make you more hungry because then you're going to be constantly craving the sugar. <laughs> yeah. So for the, the kind of hotel friendly food, so this is something to think about if you're bringing food to a hotel or if you're leaving your hotel and going for walks during the day or excursions, that sort of thing. And you want to have stuff that you could pop into the fridge at the hotel or that you don't need a fridge at all. So usually what I recommend is think again, water, Whenever I go somewhere to a hotel, I go to the nearest grocery store and I buy three or four of those four liter jugs of water. And then it's there. And then I can constantly be filling my travel water bottle. It's always there. I never have an excuse because inevitably, if you don't have it, you're going to just keep going and you're going to realize, oh, I think I had maybe 20 ounces of water today. And that's not going to make you feel good. So again, the little things like cucumbers, baby carrots, cherry tomatoes, bananas, apples, pears, all those really easy things that don't necessarily need to be refrigerated, really easy. If you're going somewhere warm, I definitely recommend always checking out the local, mm-hmm. right? Cause I mean, when you, when you here in, in Nova Scotia, anytime, you know, from November to April, 
you're not getting the freshest of food. No. So if you're going somewhere where it's warm and there's some fresh local produce, definitely go for that. Yeah. Um, little packages of oatmeal. Fantastic. Oh, All you need idea. to do is boil your water. You could even boil water. A lot of times they have kettles or little yeah. coffee makers. You can heat up yeah. your water and then you can make an oatmeal that way. Even just the little pre-purchased packages are perfectly fine for something like that. Um, raw nuts, trail mix, dehydrated snacks, raisins, dry fruit, the cheese, you know, great. Uh, you can, when you go into the deli sections as well of a lot of grocery stores, they now have a lot of foods prepared. So you can get salads that are already prepared with the little travel packages. You can get hard boiled eggs already peeled. They usually come <laughs> in little packages of two, right? So easy to have yeah. a couple of those, throw those in the fridge, take it out and you don't even have to peel it. They've already done the work for you. Or you can do that at home <laughs> and take I love it with that. you, right? <laughs> um, and then just do some smart shopping, you know, look, look around, get some ideas on what you're able to get and bring to the hotel. So you know, I, oh, something else I definitely recommend for when you're going to a hotel is make sure that you bring things like a spoon, a fork, a knife, a steak knife, and, and keep and napkins, all that sort of stuff. I even bring a little cutting board with me. I just have like a cutting board that's you know a four by six size, just if I want to cut a few little things up. And it's nice to have all of that. And then you can just, you know, I can make my sandwich. You know, and it's all yeah. ready to go. So it's it's thinking ahead. It's little ideas like that. Okay, what am I going to have? What do I need when I'm going to be there? And if you do want to eat healthy, like anything else, you will have to plan ahead because it's going to be so easy for you to just make a choice that's different, that's convenient, but not the best choice. Um, but if you really do want to eat properly, even if it's you have one cheat meal a day or one every other day, but all otherwise want to eat healthy, you really do have to plan for it. And all these ideas ahead of time, especially like the cutting board, who would have dreamed, but like <laughs> makes right? so much sense. Yeah. Um, and so you have to plan for those things if you really want to make the best choices. Yeah. Sure. I, I carry a um, package of, uh, it's a cutler, like really reusable cutlery in my bag. And I carry it gets in my purse all the time. And it's mostly because I'm trying to reduce plastic that I use. Yeah. Um, but it's perfect. Like it's just got a spoon, fork, and butter knife. And butter knife's pretty good, actually. I've cut some pretty good things with it. But um, we've taken those to Disney. Like we just take them on the airplane. Um, they're not very heavy, they don't take up a lot of room, and it A reduces the amount of plastic that you use, which I love. And you have you have food. You have yep. a way to eat your food. So if you have your oatmeal package, you actually have a spoon to eat it with instead of your fingers or something. Cause that, that would be me a disaster. <laughs> <laughs> so if you're eating in a restaurant, how about giving us some tips for making some healthy choices uh, when you're eating in a restaurant? Definitely. Cause sometimes it is inevitable, right? Well, yeah. not only that we have to, sometimes we just want to. Oh, I love eating in a restaurant. Right? <laughs> it's nice not having to cook. So if you treat yourself once a day, then that's absolutely okay. Again, same rule applies. Plan ahead. Yep. Find out what restaurants are around. Almost every restaurant now has an online menu that you can go look at and make sure that you really have a good look at the menu. And I'm going to give you some ideas of kind of the words to look for when you're trying to eat healthy at a restaurant. But also the biggest thing is don't be afraid to ask for something specifically, mm -hmm. especially at some of the bigger chain restaurants. A lot of times you can ask, or if there's restaurants in hotels, they are fantastic for that. If you're going to a restaurant in a hotel, a lot of times you'll even see a little 
note at the bottom says, our kitchen is your kitchen while you're away. Let us know what you want and we'll try to make it for you if we can. Um, so do not be afraid to ask for what you want. A lot of people get very nervous. They're like, oh my goodness, they're going to hate me. They're going to spit in my food and <laughs> that sort of thing. But honestly, especially the restaurants in hotels, that is what they are there for. They are there to make your stay as comfortable as possible. And they will make food according to what you like. And I do recommend when you're planning ahead, make sure that you decide what you're going to eat when you are not hungry. <laughs> Because if you wait, if you wait until you step into the restaurant, when you haven't eaten for three or four hours and you are hungry, your, your brain is just going to go, give me food, give me energy, give it to me now. And you're just going to look and go, okay, French fries look great. You know, that sort of thing It's just whatever is going to be the quickest, easiest thing for me to eat. So definitely try to your best to make the plan ahead of time, know exactly what you're going to eat and how you're going to ask for it. And um, you can even call sometimes the restaurant ahead of time and say, I'm looking at your menu. I, I'm not able to eat this, but I would really like, is that something that can be done? Mm -hmm. What's, the worst they can say is no. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, yeah. honestly. So eating at restaurants, um, the biggest things I would say is make sure you order like a super salad before you order your big entree. And a lot of times the super salad is enough. We tend to think we need an appetizer and we need a main course and we need a drink and we need dessert. And honestly, just because you're at a restaurant and it's all available to you doesn't mean you need to eat it all. Just because you can doesn't mean you should. <laughs> exactly. So sometimes it's just skip it. Or if you order an entree, maybe split it with your dining partner. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, some of these restaurants, it's wonderful. The serving sizes are huge and that's a lot of time their selling point. But really, as a single person, you don't need it all. And a lot of times when you're traveling, if you don't have somewhere to take the other half back or anything like that, you'll have a tendency to just eat it all just because, well, I don't want it to go to waste. Mm -hmm. Therefore, I might as well eat all. So consider, I mean, if your dining partner wants to, of course, but consider, you know, sharing something. So if it's, say, a club sandwich, which are notoriously huge, maybe you can share the sandwich where each of you have half and then you have a side salad to go with it. That's more than enough generally for some, for mm. two people to eat. So you're looking for the way food is prepared. So you're looking for words like bake, grilled, poached, steamed. So that's the words that you want to hear. You want to stay away from things that are fried, deep fried, and breaded. Well, that's mm. the things that you generally want to stay away from because they're usually done a, a, in, a, in a less healthy manner, let's <laughs> say. So, you know, kind of keep an eye out for that. And you can ask as well. You know, is this chicken grilled or, or fried? You know, yeah. you know, it's something as simple as that. And then they, a lot of times they'll say, well, you have an option. And that's when you ask for the grilled. So it, it's those sorts of things that you're trying to look for. Ask for veggies. A lot of times, you know, they'll say, oh, and it comes with your choice of potatoes, which means French fries, mashed potatoes, baked potato. But don't be afraid to just say, could I get, you know, a, sal a side salad or could I just get some grilled vegetables instead? Generally, with, especially if you see it in another um, entree on the yeah. menu where they know they offer grilled vegetables, mm -hmm. a lot of times it's really easy just to say, could I get those grilled vegetables instead? So, you know, play around with it. Don't be afraid to ask. And of course, the biggest thing is just, it's okay when they say, would you like to see a dessert menu? <laughs> to say, no, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody practice it. No, thank you. Stay <laughs> with me now. Stay with me. And I think, I mean, you could have a, maybe have a tea after 
dinner. If, if you're craving something, maybe a little bit, not necessarily sweet, but like something to end your meal, like have an herbal tea. Like that's something that can kind of like, I know for me, I have, I have to have an herbal tea after dinner or I'm like, that's a big no for me. Never in a thousand (laughs) years would I think, oh, instead I think I'm going to have an herbal tea, but to make up for that, what I would do is I wouldn't maybe get an appetizer, but if I was with someone, maybe share a dessert if the need was there. So yeah, we don't have to do all three courses. And oftentimes if I think, well, at the end, I'm likely going to want something sweet. I also make a different meal choice. So I think even planning ahead, if you're not starving, once you're at the table can make a difference as well. And I mean, honestly, I guess if herbal tea works for you, that's way better than dessert. So <laughs> I mean, I love, I love dessert. I love dessert. <laughs> But sometimes you you just need the little bit of sweetness from the tea. But I will say that um, going online and searching restaurant menus ahead of time is like one of my favorite parts of trip planning. I love deciding where I'm going to eat and what I'm going to have. And I also, I know like Megan and I both have a little bit of like not dietary restrictions or like we both eat kind of like vegetarian with some meat added in. So um, it's important for us to go online and research as well, just because like we want to know that there's something for us to eat. Yeah. Um, and so that's a big thing. And the other thing I was going to mention is usually if it mentions like potatoes and vegetables, just ask for a double serving of vegetables. And they're usually like, yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, yep, exactly. All right. So let's move on to working out while traveling, which it's funny, Megan and I were chatting about um, when we decided to do this episode. She's like, do you actually work out when you travel? And I'm like, well, I have. My husband actually, the last time we went to Disney or the time before, he got up and went for a run every morning. And then we went and walked the parks all day. And I was like, no, I'm not doing that. But <laughs> there's definitely ways to work out while you're traveling. For sure. And the biggest thing to remember is that exercise can be done from absolutely anywhere. A lot of times we feel we have to have the perfect space and the perfect equipment and the perfect workout clothing and everything has to be perfect in order for us to exercise. And that is just simply not the case. Um, When I go south uh, to an all-inclusive, that sort of thing, I I am the person that gets up in the morning Um, because I'm an early bird and my husband likes to sleep in and I will get up and I will go for a a walk slash run around the whole resort. And I'll do that before breakfast because I know that I'm not going to go into the gym. I, all these resorts have gyms and I've seen them, but I don't think I've ever actually exercised in a resort gym. Mm -hmm. If I'm at a resort, I want to be out and I want to be smelling the ocean and, Mm -hmm. and that sort of thing. I have no desire to go into an air conditioned gym. Uh, so I just kind of pick something that I know I can do. Um, again, like you said, Jen, if you're walking all day long, that's fabulous. You know, if you're on a vacation where the majority of your vacation is going to be movement, I wouldn't necessarily worry about adding in any exercise. It's just not necessary to Mm -hmm. have that extra. Okay. I did my quote unquote workout. Well, (laughs) You, you just walked 15 kilometers today. So <laughs> yeah, right. really it's, it's not necessary. So that's something that you could do with every single trip, no matter where is say, is there somewhere where I can explore today? 
Mm-hmm. Where can I go for a walk? What can I go and see? What can I explore? What can I go and do? Is there some sort of activity going on that I can participate in? Is there a beach? Is there, you know, whatever it might happen to be is, is find those things that you can do that's local that maybe you didn't even know existed. Again, planning ahead of time. When you go online, look and see what activities are available in your area. I mean, it could be a, a really nice hike that you didn't even know existed. Mm-hmm. And then you went online and looked up and was like, oh my goodness, the, the trailhead to this gorgeous path is, you know, a half a kilometer from where we're staying. We should go check it out. Look, there's like waterfalls everywhere. And a lot of times you could even do that with children, mm-hmm. right? So you know, I, I've done that where I've looked for shorter hikes when I'm taking my children with me and, you know, they're, oh, are we almost there? You know, that sort of thing. <laughs> it's like, come on, come on. But it's, it's that mentality of, no, we're just going to do something. If you are someone who needs something more structured or say you're going, I mean, this isn't happening so much lately, but say if you're on a business trip and you know that the majority of the day is going to be in meetings or, or something like that, all you need, I teach my classes on a yoga mat. My camera is in front of a yoga mat and I do my entire class on that yoga mat. So if you have a space in your hotel room the size of a yoga mat, you can get a really good workout. So that's the space between the two double beds, right? Mm -hmm. In a hotel room, there's enough space to put one yoga mat there. And there are so many virtual workouts available. You can go onto YouTube and go journey to wellness with Deborah workouts. Yeah. (laughs) Did you like that? Did you you like that? Just as an example, (laughs) you could, you could just put in, you know, 15 minute workout you know, no equipment. You can, t- you could f- type that in, do a search and you will get thousands of options. Mm-hmm. And you could just watch a YouTube video, follow along, no equipment, get a little bit of a 15, 20 minute workout in that is better than zero minutes. Yeah. Definitely. Any little bit is okay. Just use your body. If you're doing a road trip and you can throw a set of dumbbells in the back of your vehicle. Sure. You know, or if you're traveling by air, you know, maybe a exercise band. Mm-hmm. That weighs, you know, 15 ounces, throw that in, in your suitcase. So there's little things that you could do, but honestly, what I say is just keep it simple. Can I go for walks? Are there things to explore? If I can't do that, I turn on my, my laptop or my phone and I find an online workout and I just do that for 10, 15 minutes. Yeah. Just, just to say, okay, I've done something. Mm-hmm. I completely agree. And I, I think when Jen and I were talking about this and I sort of like, I don't work out when I travel, but I mean, really thinking about it, I'd say the least activity I do is when we go south. We do usually do a beach walk like every other day. So I get that and to the bar and back. But I mean, honestly, <laughs> honestly, those are probably my least um, fitness oriented uh, outings. But if we're doing like European travel or if we are doing road trips, I have to say most of the time we are out and about, whether it's a planned hike whether it's walking around a town for half of a day, whether whatever it is. So, I mean, it's not structured workouts, um, but I really have to remind myself that I'm doing things most days that we are on vacation and I should probably give myself a break because it is still, um, you know, staying healthy and fitness. It's just mm-hmm. might not be what going to a class, what I would always think of, but you're still, I'm still moving all the time. And mm-hmm. you're right. Some days at the end of the day, you're like, we walked 15 kilometers today. And you think you didn't do any fitness. Like, yeah. <laughs> so I think too, just reminding myself that all of that stuff counts. Um, and really I, once you're doing that, that, that would be enough for me anyway. 
Mm-hmm. Honestly, I will say the biggest thing with vacations is the eating. Yeah. It is the food that we eat, um, especially like you said, if you're on a European vacation. And even a lot of the resorts down south, um, if you've ever been on some of the bigger ones where you yeah. have that 20 minute walk just to get dinner. Yeah. Right. There, there are little things that you're doing. It's generally when we're vacationing, we tend to have that mentality of I'm shutting off. I can eat whatever I want. I can drink whatever I want. It's all inclusive. It's all available to me and I'll start fresh when I get back. (laughs) But honestly, when you stay healthy and you do that little bit of, you know, I'm definitely going to do this sort of exercise for 20, 30 minutes, whether it's a good walk, I'm going to make really healthy choices. And it is so easy to make healthy choices when you are at a resort. Yeah, there's lots of unhealthy choices, but really there are a lot of very healthy choices to make. And when you get back from vacation that you've been very healthy and you've really taken care of yourself and of course a few treats, it is such a great feeling not to feel like, oh my goodness, I have let everything go to pot and I feel like crap. And now I have to kind of get myself back and going. It's like, no, I've walked every single day and I ate really healthy and I drank lots of water and I feel good. And, and sometimes even the scale could be down because your stress levels are down. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'll try that next time. I'll give that a go on my next, <laughs> on my next South trip. I promise you. Yeah. When we're allowed to go South again, oh. I encourage you to try it because honestly, it is a great feeling when you get back, you go, right. It, it really, and it wasn't painful. Right. You know, we, we picture it as being, oh, such a sacrifice. I'm going to give up dessert every single night. It's such a sacrifice. No, it's pick some really nice foods, try a couple things. And the great thing is, is if you try something, you don't like it, you can go back and get something you do like, right? That's, <laughs> yeah. that's the joy of that sort of thing. Where yeah. You don't have to necessarily pick your favorites that you know you like. You can try some different options because you know, if you don't like that, you can go back to the buffet and get something that you like there. It's yeah. generally really easy. And the, the less stress is also huge for the mental health. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, And when you are less stressed and you're getting more sleep, and I know Jen, you wanted to talk about that as well. And, you know, when you do that and you're feeling better and you eat healthy and you're drinking water and sure, have your drinks or, you know, that sort of thing. But it's, it's more the, I'm going to have a little bit of that and I'm going to have more of the healthy stuff. You don't feel like you're depriving your body or your mind. And it really is a good feeling to end the vacation going, yeah, that was, that was a really good vacation. I feel great. I can't wait to try this. It's like a new idea. <laughs> and don't get me wrong. Like normally if it's not South, I'm doing all of that, but South is where I really do. I'm like, whatever. Um, but I really think that that's a great idea because honestly, when I come home, I have to like go through the four day bloat and I'm just like, when is this going to leave me? <laughs> and I, f- I do feel awful. And I have started the last couple of times making sure I've involved more vegetables because sometimes you get paranoid when you're in like in, in Southern countries and you're like, I don't want to get sick from the vegetables. And, and those things are in my mind, but I'm just like, you know what, get them sauteed, get them, get them not fresh all the time. You can get cooked vegetables for sure. So I really have tried the last few times and, and it's gotten better than it was when we first started going, because I, I don't like feeling that way when I, when I come home and it, it, it matters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's dive into the sleep thing because I feel like sleep is a really underrated way to make yourself feel better. I know, especially on vacation, like (laughs) Megan, I've talked with this 
every episode, the way I'm like, let's get up, let's get out, let's go, 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 go. But like, you need to sleep. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And this is something that I really promote a lot. I mean, obviously I'm a fitness, you know, personal trainer, <laughs> fitness instructor. So I do promote, you know, exercise, that sort of, but we don't get stronger. We don't get healthier when we're awake. Mm-hmm. Our immune system kicks in when we are sleeping and our immune system, you do not want your immune system taking a break while you're on vacation, whether it's some sort of bacteria, whether it's a sunburn, whether it's, you know, a cold that you might've got, you know, you may have picked up something from the airplane, whatever it is, you want your immune system working at top notch when you are vacationing. Cause the last thing you want is to get a cold on vacation. Mm-hmm. You just, that, so definitely sleep and it's finding ways to get sleep. So Unfortunately, one of the number one ways to get a good night's sleep is to not drink much alcohol before bed. Because <laughs> yes. if you've ever had the three or four glasses of wine and then tried to sleep, <laughs> you know, it doesn't, it just causes, you think it's, you're going to, you know, I'm going to pass out and I'm going to sleep really well, but really you are not getting a solid night's sleep and you feel like crap when you wake up in the morning. That also goes for eating right before bed. Yes. Mm-hmm. If you eat a lot before bed, your body is digesting all night long and that is going to keep you from getting that deep sleep. You may sleep, but it's not going to be the deep sleep that you need. Um, I do suggest that you try to stick with the same bedtime routine that you have at home. Mm-hmm. So if it is, you know, going back to your room and washing your face and, you know, putting moisturizer on or, you know, afterburn or whatever it is you want to put on, (laughs) depending on where you're going, you know, or, you know, taking a shower before bed, a nice warm shower before bed, moisturizing, reading a little bit of a book. Um, You know, if you're not somebody who watches a lot of TV at home, just because there's a TV in your hotel room doesn't mean it needs to be on. You know, you don't need to be on your phone the whole time. It's the same rules apply as when you're at home, when you're trying to get a good sleep at home, stick to the same routine so that your body goes, oh, okay, I may be in a different time zone or I may be in a different location, but I'm, you know, this is my bedtime routine and it's getting your body prepared. Turn down the heat in the room a little bit, you know, whatever that takes. If it's listening to some music, whatever your normal routine is, that's really important to stick with. Um, If you're on a road trip and you can bring your your own pillow, that's one thing I do. Whenever, whenever I go anywhere, I bring my own pillow, sometimes both of them. My husband's like, what are you doing? bringing my pillows. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> what am I doing? Well, thanks for asking. I, exactly. Exactly. So I try to, especially for road trips, cause it's really easy to throw in an extra pillow or whatever. My yeah. kids bring all their own pillows cause they'll fall asleep while they're driving that mm-hmm. sort of thing. And it's, it is that comfort from home that I just feel better. And, and even for me, it's the smell because a lot of times if you go to Airbnbs, that sort of thing, they do their laundry and whatever they do their laundry in. And I'm really sensitive to a lot of scents and smells. So if I'm putting my head on my own pillow from home, mm-hmm. I'm just feeling better. I'm sleeping better. And then I wake up without, you know, sinus congestion, that sort of thing. And then if you're in a hotel, I do recommend if you like listening to music when you're sleeping and you have earbuds or they've come out with fantastic, and I purchased one, like headbands that have really flat earphones. Um, Oh, they're wonderful because you're not sleeping on anything hard. I have noise canceling that sometimes like they're big and bulky. If you fall asleep on your side, you wake up and your ear is numb and the side (laughs) of your face hurts, but they have these headbands and some even sleep masks Mm -hmm. where it's a sleep mask and it goes around and here, you know, right on your ear, these little round flat 
earbuds or, or earphones, like the old, you know, the old fashioned ones that came with the Walkmans. Yes. Yes. So they were like these yes. round foamy things. Yeah. They're like, but they're in the headband so you can lie on your side on oh, the nice and flat. So yeah. anything that's going to block it, some of the noise, especially if you're in a hotel that's near an elevator or there's, you know, there happens to be a, a tournament where you've got a bunch of 10 to 12 year old, you know what that's <laughs> like, if you've ever been in one of those hotels. Yep. <laughs> so, you know, you're getting to sleep at a decent hour. You're trying to set with the same routine and then finding ways to block out light and sound because you're going to hear every single thing. Yeah. You know, in some places it might even be like the water running through pipes or something mm-hmm. like that. If it's not a sound you're familiar with, you're going to hear every single sound. So definitely sleep so important. I know we want to have so much fun on vacation and you're going to have more fun when you get a good night's sleep and you're going to be able to do more and really enjoy it. So definitely. Yeah. That's a motto of my whole life. If I have (laughs) enough sleep, I'm going to have fun. Yes, exactly. (laughs) I guess I need to adopt that and stuff. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) I'm, I'm reforming my go, go, go miss. Uh, Slowly, I, I love to see sure. it, but now you need to put it into practice. I know. <laughs> We've been talking about it since uh, June of 2020, and now it's like, okay, I need to plan a trip because I have all these new tips to put into practice. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So let me know before you go, and I'll be your personal cheerleader. Before yeah. You, go. <laughs> you just have to text me every night. Are you going to bed now? <laughs> What's your bedtime routine? Yeah. <laughs> Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Deb, for coming on. And uh, thanks, everyone, for listening to this episode of the Travel Mug Podcast. Um, Deb, if people are looking for uh, more information on where to find you or taking one of your online classes, where should they look for you? Absolutely. So my website is uh, journeytowellness.ca and it's the digit two. So journey, the digit two wellness.ca. I'm also on Facebook and Instagram journey to wellness with Deborah Petal Han. I work with clients one-on-one, uh, both in my private studio in Fall River and virtually. And I run a series of weekly virtual fitness classes. And I also run two online weight loss programs that run throughout the whole year. Um, one, it's an eight week program. I run it three times a year. And then I have a fairly new four week program that I seem to be running every three or four months. Uh, so different, different, uh, populations for that, depending on what exactly you're looking for, whether you're looking for more of a lifestyle or you're looking for something more of a really quick, I need a good kick in the pants or (laughs) I've hit a plateau, that sort of thing. Also, as I mentioned, my YouTube channel, and that is Journey to Wellness with Deborah. If you just search for that, you'll be able to find me. Mm -hmm. I offer workouts, uh, some how-to videos, some... A couple of recipes are on there. So that's ever expanding for sure. So that's probably the best places to find me. Yes, I've done, I think, all of the classes by now and I've loved them all. So Thank um, you. I will put uh, all of the links to your website, um, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, all in the show notes. So if you're listening to this, you can just scroll down and you can click there and that will be there for you. And as always, we'd love it if you'd share the show with a travel-loving friend and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. And we'll chat soon. Bye, everyone. Bye. Thank you.